And the psalmist said, I heard your word, I saw your word, and I ate it. I ate it. Jesus said, man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Amen? So we're here to receive his substance this morning. And faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that it sanctifies us unto you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And this is the testimony that you have given us eternal life. And this life is in your Son. And he who has the Son has life. Oh, glory to God. Anyone got the Son here this morning? <laughs> he who has the Son has life. Amen. He who does not have the Son does not have life. But because we have the Son, the living Word of God, we have life. And your life was poured out in your blood. And we receive that sanctification unto you, Father, as we partake of the cup this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus, the living word, breaking bread with us this morning. You know, we can be watching all of what's going on around there in the world and and say, Lord, what's going on? Yeah? Anybody thought that lately? What's going on? Thank you, Jesus. What's happening? Why is it happening? But, you know, I believe that God could echo back to us, why is that happening? Because I've given you all authority. I've given you authority. Amen? Hallelujah. To cause a shift and a change. And many be waiting for Jesus to do it. And he says, I'm waiting for the church to rise up. In the power and authority that I've given to them. All creation is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. And those that are led by the spirit of God. Yeah. They head up the charge. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You go to Genesis chapter 1. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. <laughs> right here in the beginning, we see in verse 28 
And God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it, using all its vast resources in the service of God and man. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. This is God's takeover plan. We feel the world, what's going on? There's the enemy's taking over, but this is God's takeover plan. Amen? Hallelujah. He has a takeover plan and he's saying, be fruitful and multiply. Amen. He says, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask what you will and it shall be done for you. In this is my father glorified. Amen. Hallelujah. In this, my father is glorified as we're fruitful. He says he is glorified as we bear much fruit. Amen. Glory to God. We bear much fruit. I believe that the church is entering into the most fruitful season of our lives. Can anyone catch a hold of that word? Amen. Because God has a takeover plan and that takeover plan is that we take dominion. We take dominion. Amen. Anyone into that? Hallelujah. 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 God's takeover plan. Do you know, we need to be thinking more along the lines of authority, dominion, sacrifice, and sonship. Amen? Not along the lines of what's taking over, who's taking over. You know, there's evil taking over the word. No, we need to be thinking more in line with authority, dominion, sacrifice, sonship. More around the presence, the power, and the indwelling presence of His power. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. The victory that we have in him is not only through what he did, but something that we demonstrate and that he manifests through his church. There's a rising up taking place. Amen. There's an uprising taking place. You know, I love it when God gives us these words because as we speak them, he fulfills them. There's an activation taking place in his body. Amen. There's an awakening to Christ within the hope of glory. Everyone's looking for the glory. And he says, I've placed Christ within you. And he is the hope of the glory being revealed. Oh, glory to God. You see, Paul revealed the revelation of the glory, but we bring the manifestation of the glory. <sighs> Hallelujah. Write that down. Yes, it is. Until the earth mirrors heaven. We've been praying it for generations. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Jesus said, that's the way you need to pray. Pray that my will that's happening in heaven right now actually comes to pass on the earth. Amen. That we enter into partnership with God's takeover plan. Someone say yes and amen. You see, God's looking for our agreement. He's looking for our agreement. When the word comes forth, he is looking for our agreement. And we need to vocalize it. We need to speak it out of our mouth. Not just think, mm, that's a good thought. No, do something with it. When faith enters your heart, even in an instant, when there's a yes, when there's a, yeah, that's God. You know, immediately he's looking for that yes and that amen so that he can bring it to pass in a moment. Don't miss your moment, church. Amen. Hallelujah. 
You see, the Word of God is spirit and it's life. And when your spirit quickens, when you hear the Word of God, He's waiting for that yes. Someone say yes. He's waiting for that amen. Amen, because your amen gives heaven's will permission to land on earth. That's why we're here. That's why He wants us to hear from heaven so that we can hear and, and declare it and decree it and agree with it so that you actually have the power to give permission for the prophetic word to land. Your agreement is a landing place for the will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless the Lord. That'll do it right there. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12, New King James Version. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. There's some things that have been freely given to us by God, and he wants us to know about it. You know, he's given us the authority. He's given us his authority. And he wants us to know about it. That's why the spirit of wisdom and revelation is pouring out like never before, because there's some things that the church need to know that they already have. They stop asking for it and begging for it, but he's, he, he comes to reveal what you already have. He comes to reveal what is already done. You see, when Jesus hung on the cross, he actually said, it is finished. It is finished. The enemy's been defeated. Amen. I've defeated principalities and powers. I've defeated spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. I've defeated them. It is finished. It's done. Oh, come on. Glory to God. Glory to God. Wow. Come on. Come on. The Amplified Version says, Now we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world, but the spirit who is from God, given to us. Someone say, given to us. Given to us. That we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor. There's that word favor again. Divine favor and blessing so freely and lavishly bestowed on us by God. Freely and lavishly bestowed upon us. Freely and lavishly bestowed upon us. Paul says we are to understand what has been freely given to us by God. I'm going to touch on authority this morning. We need to understand that authority has been given to us freely by God. Freely by God. Amen? You know, the thought of God, God or Him, God, the creator of the heavens and earth, the creator of the universe, giving us anything, giving us anything should fill us with gratitude and humility. That's what it should fill us with. The thought, God of the universe has given me something. That should fill me with, with thanksgiving and humility. Man, he's given it to me and there's no strings attached. No strings attached. He's given freely. For with grace you are saved through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen? Freely lavished upon his church. Freely lavished upon us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God.
Thank you, God. He wants us to know what has been freely given. Isaiah 4, 6 says, My people perish through a lack of knowledge and because they've rejected knowledge. He says, I want you to know. God says, I want you to know what's yours. God's saying, I want you to know what belongs to you now. I want you to awaken to who you are in Christ and the authority that you have. Amen? Hallelujah. To put a stop to what is coming against you. Yeah? Bless the Lord. Someone saying, I don't know enough. I I believe this is a word of knowledge. It just hit me this morning. Someone saying, I don't know enough. And he's saying, I know everything and I have made my home in you. Who can relate to that word? That was the word he gave me. He said, someone's going to be thinking, I don't know enough. And he's saying, I know everything and I have made my home in you. So say no more, you know not what to do for the all-knowing one lives on the inside of you. Amen? You have an unction, an anointing. 1 John 2 tells us you have an anointing. I think it's 20 or 27. You have an anointing of the Holy One and you know all things. Amen? Sometimes we're just going to the wrong source, guys. We're going to the wrong source for our information. Amen? He doesn't want our wisdom resting in the wisdom or our knowledge resting in the our confidence resting in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. We go to the wrong source for our information. You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light. The oh hallelujah of his dear son. In other words, you have a different point of reference. Hallelujah, you have a different point of reference. Come on, it's time to step into the now, into, um, into the kingdom that you're born into. Now you have authority on the earth because you have been born in the flesh. So you have authority on the earth because you, you are a citizen of the earth, but you are a citizen of heaven to exercise your authority. Hallelujah, here on earth. In other words, you're the authoritarians here. Come on. Anyone doing okay? Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. He wants us to know the things that have been freely given to us by way of inheritance. In the natural, we receive an inheritance when someone dies. And in the spiritual, we received an inheritance when someone died. Hallelujah. But this inheritance that's been given to us is to actually spend here. It's to spend here and now. Oh, bless the Lord. It's to spend here and now. I love blessing my children and my grandchildren. I love blessing them because I like them to enjoy what I have so I can watch their faces while I'm with them. Oh, glory. God is so on this word. God is so on this word. (laughs) And we get the privilege to hear it. We get the privilege to hear God speak to us. We get the privilege of positioning our hearts in a place where he can impart his faith into us. His faith into us. Glory to God. Have the faith of God, tells us in Mark 11. Have the God kind of faith. Receive the God kind of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Ephesians 1 verse 18, New King James Version. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is, are the riches of the glory, glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. He's saying, I want you to know the power that's on the inside of it you so that you can experience the result of it you can experience why it's there it's not sort of like he, he didn't come to abide in us just so that you sort of like hang around he actually came to do something in you and something through you amen and his word is like missiles they're like missiles going forth you know, he said to me years ago, he said, Kim, when you speak, warrior angels are released. I want you to know when you speak, warrior angels are released because they hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Amen. They're waiting to hear the word so that they can go forth and perform what that word is saying. Make the way. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. If we don't know what is ours, we will still, we can live a spiritually impoverished life and spend our time trying to work for what has already been freely given to us. I said freely given to us. You know, there's something about our humanity that wants to prove that we deserve to walk in all that God has given us. If we don't receive it now, when will we ever be ready? When will we ever be perfect enough? We are perfect on the way to perfection. Everything that pertains to life and godliness has already been freely given to us and he wants us to know about it. How does he reveal it? Through his word. Amen. 2 Peter 1. Verse 3, I want to read out of the Passion Translation this morning. You know, much of what you are hearing this morning is actually being imparted. I have a little bit of something in my life, a little bit of a thought I've often, you know, sort of, a, a just um, a little bit of a desire there that comes up. Oh, no, it's not a little bit. It's quite a strong desire. I'm sort of looking forward to preaching the Word and having everyone so excited about what they hear that they can't help but shout. They can't help it. You know, so many times when we've gone into the Word of God and afterwards we've, we've got, I've heard people say, you know, when you said that, I just wanted to stand up and go, yes! That's what heaven's doing every time the Word's being spoken. They're rejoicing. Amen? Heaven rejoices when they hear the Word. That's it. Preach it, girl. Bless the Lord. That's it. Preach it, man. Amen. They rejoice. Let it be on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Let it be on earth as it is in heaven. Bless the Lord. Where did I go to? Not sure. 2 Peter 1, 3. Listen to this. This is amazing. This is God's word. This, this word is inspired by the Holy Spirit. This is God's word speaking to us. Everything, someone say everything, we could ever need for life and godliness 
everything we could ever need for life and godliness. Someone saying, I can think of a few things I need right now for my life. Yeah? Has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name. He knows your name. And invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. (laughs) You could sit on this for 12 months or more. Maybe for eternity. As a result of this, he has given you magnificent promises. That are beyond all price. In other words, you can't work for them because you could never have enough to purchase them. So that through the power of these tremendous promises, we can experience partnership with the divine nature by which you have escaped the corrupt desires that are in the world. Hallelujah. Everything that pertains to life and godliness has been given to us. That we can walk in the divine. Walk in the divine favour. Amen? Call into our experiential knowledge what he has in his heart for us to experience. God has a takeover plan and that is that we be fruitful and we multiply. Amen? Thank you, Lord. In Ephesians 1 verse 3, this is the Word of God. This is the Scriptures. Yeah? This is what God's Word is saying about us and this is what God's Word is saying to us. Take it personally. Turn to someone and say, take it personally. Amen? Ephesians 1.3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Every spiritual blessing. You know, Ephesians speaks about heavenly places, spiritual blessings more than any other book. Yeah? Look, it's, it's speaking to us because we are in Christ. Who's those that are in Christ. There's been a mandate for us to walk in what he reveals to us. Yeah? yeah. Ephesians 6, just go through this a little bit. Um, he reveals the armor that we're to wear to rule and reign with. You know, to take authority, to, to wear like a policeman wears his uniform. Which signifies that he carries authority. Amen? The armour of God, the spiritual armour that he speaks about in Ephesians 6 signifies that you carry the authority of God Almighty. And you carry the name of Jesus. Amen? Someone says, well, I don't feel very powerful. You know what? You know, I've, has anyone seen the men on the side of the road that are doing work? Yeah? And they wear these fluoros and they've got this sign. I've, I've, has anyone stopped when they've said stop? Why do you stop? 
because they look like they're carrying some authority. They couldn't stand in front of your car and stop you with their own power. They wouldn't feel powerful enough to do that. But because they've got the sign and the fluoro vest, they feel powerful enough to stop your vehicle when they hold it out in front of you. Now, Holy Spirit said to me, that's what's stopping so many people from using the authority that I have given them because they don't feel powerful in their own flesh. But God said it's the armour that you're wearing that represents the authority that you're carrying. Amen. You're not stopping anything in your own authority. You're stopping it in the God-given authority that He has given you. So whether you feel powerful or not, it's got nothing to do with it. No, you are not powerful in your flesh. Amen. And all the knowledge in the world will not increase your power. But the God-given authority, a revelation of it, what God has given you will stop everything that comes against you. It's time you held your hand up. I love what Pastor Margaret says. It's time you stop some stuff. It's time we stop some stuff. It's time we knew the authority that we have. Amen. To speak to the mountain and say, be removed in Jesus' name. You are in the way. Amen. Anyone doing okay this morning? Oh, bless the Lord. You see, I'm not looking at my own ability to impart this. I'm not looking at my own ability to preach the word. I'm a hairdresser, was. I left school when I was 14 and a half. Terrible student. It's like everything, my mind was a sieve and everything went through it. Nothing lodged there. I know who I am in the flesh. I haven't got the power to make you believe anything, but I have faith in the power. Amen. Amen. Come on. To uproot, overthrow and all the stuff that you've believed about yourself and who you are and to build and to plant the truth of who you are in Christ. Amen. His word. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, the hairdresser and the butcher. God called a hairdresser and a butcher. It's a little bit like the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. He uses the foolish things of these worlds to confound the wisdom of men. Amen? He, he uses a few smart people too, but that's all right. Hey. Hey. Where are we? Thank you, Father. You know what I just thought then, Josh? I was just thinking about it. I don't know whether he uses the foolish things. You know, Josh was, was with me in Perth when we were at the World Prayer Assembly. And while I spoke, you know, um, and there were millions of people watching. There's a crowd of 3,000 people. There we were doing this, weren't we, Josh? He uses the foolish things. He uses the foolish things. Amen? Amen? How amazing was that? He does things with, I'm not, you're not foolish, you're smart, but I'm foolish. But that's all right. 
come on, guys. He uses foolish things. How ridiculous is... I don't know, it just, just blows me away. I can't, can't even fathom. Hey. I don't know where I am now. Hallelujah. The church is meant to understand, abide in and be resourced by every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. That's our resource. Yeah? Philippians 4, 19 to 20, we see where Paul, he's he's responding in the generosity of the church to, to help him financially. But we see here, he says, And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be the glory forever and ever. Amen. According to his riches in glory. His riches in glory are everything that you need that pertains to your life and godliness. You see, you see, he wants everything in, in our lives to, 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 to be enriched with the life of God, the Zoe life of God, everything that pertains to your life. But also, he's given you his character so that you can walk in godliness. Let's not forget that. Amen? As he is, so are we in this world. His word comes to sanctify us unto himself. Hallelujah. My God shall supply all my needs. Someone say it. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. God purposed to create through Jesus what we need without limit on earth to take dominion. All that we need to take dominion. Amen. To dominate. That would be a good word for us. The dominators. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's go to Ephesians 1 verse 16. I'm going to pray that as I read this out, receive this word because this is what God wants us to have, revelation of what we're carrying. Because every one of us, when we are armed with the word of God and with the power of the Holy Spirit, we are armed and dangerous. Amen. You see, what I'm doing is speaking to a latter-day church. Amen. This, this is a latter-day church message. And, and you are a latter-day church because you are living in the latter days. I remember many, many years ago, Billy Brim said to me, Kim, no one has ever pastored a latter-day church. You're just going to have to stay very, very close to the Holy Spirit. There's no blueprint that has gone before us. But you are the latter-day church and that's why the message is what it is. It's, bring to, it's to bring to the church into apostolic alignment for the times and the season that we're living in. So that you would be able to discern the times and the seasons. Amen? As the sons of Ishika did, there's an anointing to discern the times and the seasons that we're living in. Amen? And to enjoy the favour and the blessing of God in these times. 
Ephesians 1.16 says, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. That is just, man, your love for all the saints. You know, I'm going to stop there right now. Remind me of where I went. You know, when I was meditating on this love, this love is divine. It's divine love. For all the saints he's talking about. I heard about it. You see, there's a divine love that rises up on the inside of us. And it's for all the saints. It's his love. It's divine love. That's why he asks us in Ephesians 3 to be rooted and grounded, founded securely in his love, that we'd be able to comprehend the length, the breadth, the depth of his love. To know the love of God, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience. That we be full, filled, the body, filled to all the fullness of God. To have the richest measure of His divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God Himself. And in consequence of that, He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all that we can hope, dream, think of, pray for. Infinitely beyond our highest dreams. Amen? To Him be the glory forever. Amen? In the church. Bless the Lord. But you see, there's this divine impartation of love. And he says, I've heard about it. I've heard about the love that you have for the saints. Right? Glory to God. So therefore, I'm praying that you have a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him and the power that's on the inside of you and flows through you to you because you believe. That power... His power is exercised through the church. I'm just paraphrasing now for the sake of time. It's exercised through the church. He wants to exercise His power through us. Amen. But it starts, it's starting here by saying, I've heard of the love, the divine love. You see, with that love, it, it's like, and I stir it, I hear this stirring in the spirit, the roar of the love. You see, when, you know, it's a little bit like, don't touch my pups, don't touch my kids. Don't touch Israel. Don't touch, do, do not touch my anointed ones. There's a roar on the inside of God and there's a roar on the inside of His people right now. Who loves their nation? Amen. Oh, come on. He loves the nations. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. And he's saying, can you hear the angels singing as his heaven celebrates? He's roaring over you. He's roaring over me. He's roaring over his beloved Israel. The deeper the love, the louder the roar, church. That's why he wants to fill us with his love. Because the deeper the love, the louder the roar. Come on. The deeper the love, the louder the roar. And, the, and, and God's waiting for that roar to go out from the church. Amen? Because the deeper the love for each other and for the nation, the louder the roar. And I saw, I saw the lion strod over the peoples, over the nation, roaring over the nation. It's love, the divine love that roars. I said, it's divine love that roars. That's why we need to pray that we be filled with His love, founded securely in His love. This is a good word. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. 
to know. Just, just hear me here. I'm just going to cut in here on Ephesians 3. To know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him is able to do that exceedingly abundantly above. It inspires us to roar over our gen- this generation. It inspires us to take up our authority and say, no, not on my watch. Not on, no, not on my watch. Amen? Someone say, no, not on my watch. You see, we're fighting for this generation, with this generation, for the generations. According to the power that works within us. These prayers, I just encourage you, Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3, I encourage you to pray them over yourself daily. Paul is writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. They're spirit-given prayers. We're to pray these prayers for ourselves. Amen? We're to pray these prayers for our children. These are the prayers that God is resting on. These are the prayers for us to pray, God, that I would know you. Amen? You see, we're looking for security everywhere, but God says, I want my church secure in the love that I have for them. Amen? Unconditional love. Whether you feel lovable or not, unconditional love. Amen? You know, Romans tells us that we are more than conquerors. Someone say more than conquerors. Preach it up. More than conquerors through Him who loves us. Amen? What does that more than conquerors mean? It means somebody else fights the fight and you get the trophy. That means you're more than a conqueror. Someone else has fought the fight for you and that's Jesus. And you're the one that's been given the prize. You can make a bigger noise at something like that. I said, you're the one that's been given the prize. He fought the fight, you're given the trophy. Amen. He won the battle and you're being given the prize. He went in the ring for you, beat up the enemy and gave you the trophy. Come on. When he died, we died with him, according to Galatians 2.20. I've been crucified with Christ, and nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Is that you too? Amen. We were buried with him. When he was buried, we were buried. When he was raised, we were raised with him. When he was seated, we were seated in him. And that's where we rule and reign from. Amen. Glory to God. He raised us up. Ephesians 2, 6. He raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is where we rule and reign from. Just speeding through here. Romans 5, 17. For if by one man's offence death reigned through the one, much more shall those receive, those who receive abundant abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Tells us in Matthew 8, he's given us all power. He's been given all power. He commissions us to go. Amen. He commissions us to put a stop to some things. 
His word is a command. You know, the centurion said to Jesus, he said, send forth your word only and my servant will be healed because I too am a man under authority. And when I say go, they go. And when I say come, they come. What did he do? What did he say? I too am a man under authority. He recognised Jesus had authority. Why? Because when he spoke, something happened. When he spoke, he commanded something to happen. His words were a command. And he said, I know what it's like to command. I know what it's like to carry authority. Amen. And that same word that you carry today, that same word that you are hearing today has the authority, the same authority that it had when Jesus spoke it because it's His Word and it's there for you to speak. The Word was spoken to be written and written to be spoken. You know, one would say, well, you know, okay, so this is a very strong word for, for the church on a Sunday morning. You know, church, it's actually time because the time of showing the church favour has come. When is it time? There's wars and rumours of wars. When is it time for the church to hear messages like this? You know, Gideon, Gideon cut it down, didn't he, about 300 you know, in winning impossible wars. God has done it all the way through the Scriptures. He won impossible wars with few in number. Amen? But it's time for a rising up right across the nation. That we're not coming to hear words that, you know, like make me feel warm and fuzzy. I'm over the warm and fuzzy. It does nothing for me. Never has done a thing for me. Never has done a thing for me. Just bring it. Just bring it. I want to know the truth. Amen. 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 Come on. It's time. Turn to someone and say, it's time. It's time for an awakening, guys. It's time for the church to wake up and rise up. I'm sorry if this is too much for you on a Sunday morning. I'm not sorry. Amen. It's time. It's time to rise up from the prostration in which our circumstances have kept us. It's time to rise to newness of life. Arise and shine. You're asking for the glory. God's saying, my glory's come. Awaken to Christ within the hope of glory. Let the Word stir you. Let the Word move you. Not a motivational speech. Let it move you to action. Let it move you to move. Turn to someone and say, it's time to move. It's time to step in line, hey. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus. He didn't die for us to just have a little comfortable life. He's actually in the discomfort, you know that? He actually doesn't want us to be pleased with where we're at. 
There's a holy discontentment. Is that a word? Told you I left school early. There's a holy discontentment rising up. Why don't you let it do its work in you? It's like a pearl. Pearl. It's got this abrasive thing happening. Yeah? Which causes it to come out smooth and shiny. Amen? Let it do its work in you. I'm okay with being discontented. So I know he's... Wow. You want... Anyone want it all? Anyone want to see Jesus glorified? He is the desire of the nations. Amen? Yeah. Hey. So would you like to stand up? I'm just going to pray of you. Father, I thank you that your word come to change and to shift, turn things around, Lord. Your word came to do a work in us this morning. That we would change from one degree of glory to another. That we'd get over our offenses and our stuff. Oh, I've been hurt. Get over it. We've all been hurt. Sorry, people don't like you saying that over. Not sorry. I've been hurt too. Amen. It's caused the, it, it, what it's called is that we're all human. Have a bit of grace. Amen. Have a bit of grace on people. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they woke up to. You, never, you don't know what they went to sleep with. Amen. Forgive and release. We're all doing the best we can with what we've got. And as we get more, we'll work with that as well. Amen. We're not into walking in the shallow. We're called to walk in the deep. Amen. We're called to sacrifice, guys. Amen. We're called to sacrifice the things of the world. We're called to sacrifice it. Amen. What's that word that they use when they call in the everyone has to recruit what's that what's conscription mean called up I feel like that's happening God needs some all ins amen hallelujah you know, he always honours the integrity of your heart. Lift your hands if you want all in. I'm not worried about what anyone else wants all in. I want all in. Called all in. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you're working in us and stirring us to the, the degree that we're moving. Shoulder to shoulder. As one, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you that is doing the work in us, we are so grateful. You are stirring a hunger in us that causes a response to the more, that causes a response, Father God, that 
that calls us into a deeper place in you. Out of the ordinary. You never created us for the ordinary. You created us for the supernatural, Father. The extraordinary. From ordinary to extraordinary. So, Lord, we just declare an all-in for each one of us today, Father. We find your word irresistible. And we step in. And we thank you, Father, that we say yes. <laughs> we say yes. You give, us the, you give us the ability to say yes. You give us the grace to say yes. Out of the old and into the new. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Why don't you turn and just give someone a bless you hug, side hug for the girls and the guys and whatevers and, you know, like a holy hug, you know, like a holy one. Yep, yep, a holy one. Holy one. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord.